Double Team Podcast. We are back. Steven Root, Nick Wiggins. We have an NBA champion. They're the Denver Nuggets. We're a week away from the draft. Player movement. That's what's going on next. When you talk about who's going where. That's, uh, you know, the league. That's always going to be talked about. Nick, how we doing, man? Nuggets in five. You had it. That's right, man. Uh, I should have uh, put some money on that. I could have been a rich man, but unfortunately I didn't. And I'm a fool. But probably I'll need just, to start listening uh, to you, listening to you more often. <laughs> you have what the right. Saying? I said probably need to start just listening to you more often. But that's okay. I mean, that was a close game. Game five. That was uh, that was an incredible game. Incredible ending to the series for the Nuggets. But um, I'm still I'm still high on Miami. What they were able to do, you know, their losses besides game five. I believe they. You know, there were over 10-point wins for the Nuggets. But still, I mean, Miami was, like, never truly out of any of these games. They were right there and doing it with so much less. Um, now, a lot of talk about Miami, what they might look like next year. Players like they might want to go after, but credit to them. Miami, they- Miami and Eric Spolster, they were like uh, one of those chefs on that show Chopped, where they're like, look, we need you to make a great meal, and your ingredients are can of Spam. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just like these random ingredients that nobody would like, but somehow he was able to make it into a dish where they were like, you know what? This works. And now in the offseason, they're trying to go get that uh, really nice cut of meat to really put them over the top. Yeah. I mean, you know, you wonder about every time there's a, a championship team, Denver, they're, they're not going to probably keep every single piece on that team. I need to go look at who, you know, who on that team might might be an upcoming free agent. Um, you know, I actually you, think they are keeping pretty much everyone. I mean, that would be the ideal thing. But, you know, I, with me not looking at who what their roster situation is for next year contract-wise, but, you know, you might have a championship team and then, you know, some guys get taken away from that team who get more money. I could see a guy like Bruce Brown commanding more money elsewhere. But, again, I'm – I'm not you looking. Said he at, wants to come back. I, I'm sure they all do. Why wouldn't they all? I mean, you know, I'm sure guys like maybe you know the end of the bench there, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, these guys that aren't really playing. I, I'm sure that if you're them, I don't know what else you do to that team. I mean, I, to me, all you want is more out of Michael Porter and to right, have the supporting thing. cast like still be there. But Michael Porter has got to be more. I mean, we can see moments of what he is. But, man, can he be frustrating. Right. Yeah, he's basically on a max deal. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're bringing back everyone. Um, I think Bruce Brown and some of those role players are the only free agents. But I'm pretty sure they're just going to bring them all back. But the only move that they could possibly make in the future is, all right, we're paying Michael Porter about a max deal. He's not doing it. Let's flip him for a player that's better and works better. And then they'll that that's like they're they're pretty set, honestly. They are, but I mean you can look at their roster and how many guys they don't use. I mean, especially when it got down to playoff time. You know, you see nothing from guys at the end of their bench, whether it's it's Reggie Jackson ish Smith. I mean, you know, a ton of these guys that that didn't really have any any weren't anywhere near the rotation. So I mean, yeah, you could mess around, retool a little bit down there. but That's what's going to happen with a great roster, though. Like, there's going to be players that, 
I mean, remember, this was a team that was starting Austin Rivers just last year. And now, oh, all yeah. of a sudden, if Austin Rivers was still on this roster, he wouldn't be getting minutes. Yeah, I mean, a huge bright spot that that showed up, Christian Brown. I mean, you were able to find guys that can help you, you know, throughout this year. Christian Brown was the one, like, stepped up. And big moment, yep. not too big for him. Um, so, I mean, that the Aaron Gordon trade, everyone will talk about that as a as a big thing that happened to the Nuggets and kind of really propelled them or launched them up up to where they were. But, um, yeah, why, why mess with any of it, really, if you don't have to? I'm sure there will be a, a minor movement amongst, you know, the guys on the end of the bench just just because that, that always happens. But and they're, they're not even old, man. Like, this is no. the start. We are watching the start. Like, when we saw Steph Curry get that ring in, what was it, 2014, 2015, like, that was the start. This is the start for Denver. Oh, yeah. I mean, Murray and Murray and Jokic, 26 and 28 years old. How do you think uh, Jokic ages? I think gracefully. I mean, there's his game is not going to fall off. If anything, it'll just get better. He, he doesn't rely on any athleticism yeah. at all. He's going to be perfectly fine. The only worry, the only worry I have is that if Jokic just kind of gets bored and yeah. it's just like, eh, you know what? I'm 30. I've got two rings, two MVPs. I think I'm just going to hang it up. I, I mean, can totally see him like leaving early. You know, and and he did say this himself about, you know, basketball is just something I'm good at. It's not my whole life. And and you you see that from a lot of high-level athletes from that part of the world. Um, I look at the UFC a lot, and guys like Habib Nurmur, Khabib, I'm just going to do that. Um, guys like that, I mean, there's a uh, – there's a ton of fighters over there from that part of the world that are like so dedicated, but, but it's like, I don't know, man. I I also see that too. I don't see him playing to like 40 years old. I just don't. I mean, I could see him. I, I, I don't think he'll re up. I could definitely see him not doing another contract after this, like working out this super max deal. And then in four years, however many rings they get out of that, just being like, all right, guys, this was fun. It's been fun working overseas. I'm going home now. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see that. You can, you can tell. I mean, just by the way he talks, and that there's there's more to life than basketball to him. But he's not going anywhere yet. Um, I could just see him not trying to drag it out forever. Um, but you're right. I mean, the IQ, the passing, all that will not go away. I mean, will he lose a step? I mean, can he keep his weight in check? That'd be the only thing. But Again, at this point, I think he's too dedicated of a person, not not just maybe to the game of basketball, but I don't see him letting himself go like that. Um, but just a question. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, you know, now with the draft a week away, that's all that's being talked about really is, you know, what's coming up free agency-wise and these players talking about where they might want to go. Um, I'm just – I'm really interested to talk now like two players are, are – Bradley Beal and Zion. Apparently, mm-hmm. the Wizards Wizards are working with Beal, who's got a no trade clause, to possibly get him out of Washington. Finally, um, whether yep. it's the Warriors, the Bucks, the Heat. I mean, I think there's going to be. He's not going to waive it unless it's an ideal spot for him. Who is it? Well, and it, you know, it also came out. You know, he's getting paid 
basically a quarter of a billion dollars. And at the end of the day, like it's just Bradley Beal and that no trade clause is going to carry when he gets traded. So you're not going to be able to just get rid of him in two years if you want to. Yeah. So, you know, the, the reports came out that they're, that we might be surprised by the small return that the Wizards get for such a big player because basically Bradley Beal controls everything. If he feels like the team's trading too much, he's going to decline it. So, I mean, we could easily see it be just almost a one one flip for just Tyler Hero or something. You know what I mean? Uh, I definitely think it came out today that Boston's not really in the running for Bradley Beal. They're focusing all in on getting Jalen Brown back, which is what you and I pretty much expected anyway. But I think it's Miami, man. Uh, you know, especially because it look, I Tyler Hero is a good player. But when you see a team make a run without you, as good as you are, you can't help but think maybe we can do it without you. And so I really do think it's going to be like a Tyler Hero and a Duncan for Beal or something. And then Miami just goes, all right, it's Bam, Beal, and Butler. BBB, Triple B. Uh, LeVar Ball is a dream team, but... Yeah, and just make it, that work. And I think it could. I mean, we see how they did it with no one. And now all of a sudden, add Bradley Beal, a guy who can get you 30 very efficiently on that type team. If he can buy into that system, I think that works. So I think that's where he's going to end up going. Yeah, I mean, a guy who's got that well, three years, really four years with a with a player option at the end, but who's got that much time left on this contract and a no trade clause. I mean, that's when you could see a team like, you know, Atlanta, I mean, or even down a level to like, I'm just saying, I'm going to use our teams as an example here, but like Detroit, you know, if you want to make a splash and go get a star, go get a guy that's like has years on that contract. That's not going to want to disappear from you. I mean, a a lower level team would, would hop on that. You know, if you're San Antonio uh, brought him in. Yeah. I mean, you know, any team like down, down the way, I mean, like a Detroit with the ten with the fifth overall pick, why not just that for Bradley Beal? I mean, who else are you going to get in the draft? Um, you know, that's no, better. I, than I don't that. think that. I think Bradley Beal is going to go for a lot less than that, man. But again, he's got the no trade clause, so he's got. Yeah. Where's some sense? So then, why would Bradley Beal go to Detroit? He wouldn't. I mean, I'm. I, he wouldn't decide that. But you're going to see a ton of teams probably have that interest at least. I mean, at least sure. try and see if you can get him to make that decision, but. I mean, if you're if you're Milwaukee or Golden State, two teams to watch. I think Golden State has to do some things to remain in the running for for the playoffs, and and what they've got currently is just aging out. We'll see about Draymond and Clay, but I mean, I think you right now this minute you try to keep those guys, I guess. But you know, talks. I mean, but I don't see Washington accepting like Jordan Poole and Kaminga for Beal. No, you would I mean, much but, rather take on Hero and Duncan Robinson. Yeah, and the picks too. I mean, whatever picks can be offered. Um, yeah. If you're if you're Milwaukee, what do you offer? I mean, Chris Middleton. Know. I think he's a free agent actually. Yeah, so. he, he is. So I, who knows? But but again, it it comes down to where Bradley wants to go. But they're working with him. I mean. I, Again, we've talked about him a million times, and the, just the but man, get the Spurs to sign Westbrook, <laughs> trade for Beal. We've seen that work before. They like each other. Beal, Russ, 
Pop, and then add in Wimbenyama. Come on, man. That's a fun team right there. It is. You wonder what, you know, they'd have to give up in a trade. But, I mean, Jeremy Sohan, Devin Vassell, uh, Keldon Johnson, they've got some really good young players um, that, you know, who, you don't want to give up all those guys because those guys can play. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, the Spurs are going to be much improved soon. I think whether it's a Chris Paul who would, you know, Pop would – there are certain guys you could just imagine playing for Pop um like Kyrie ain't it but a Chris Paul is a Westbrook is you know so I could see them trying to turn things around quicker than than you know as quick as they and, possibly you know, Pop, can he's not a guy who likes to suck you know <laughs> what I mean like he's like you know what we'll tank this one year fine whatever and it's like oh damn we actually did it, it worked well that's so now we're been... done we don't need to keep tanking you know a lot of teams they do it two years three years in a row like your Pistons like my Hawks did but That's I think why it's, so it's kind of a one and done on the tanking. Oh, I believe that. That's why it's been so incredible to watch Pop remain in the league, like sit around and be willing to sit around through this rebuild. But like here it is, it's going to come at him fast. Um, just hearing today, like Kendrick Perkins talking about the Heat should go after over Russell Westbrook and try to convince him to take less money, like a even a vet minimum deal to come to Miami. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure that's easy for perk or us or anybody to say tell this man how much money to take take a pay cut you know yeah. for the betterment of the miami heat um but the heat are right there in it for big names i mean beal lillard westbrook Kyrie, they're all in in these conversations around trying to upgrade and i think they definitely do they're gonna get somebody um, it's not gonna be Kyrie. no i, I don't think so. that riley will not no hell no you're right i mean no. it's not going to happen but just basically the the point is they're in talks for any big player that's available i mean bradley beal would be great but having a facilitator on that team that can move the ball for you i love the westbrook idea i think he fits in great you know you got to try to keep the shooting of robinson hero you need the shooters on the court if you're going to be able I to mean, space I... the floor with westbrook but i don't know about westbrook westbrook makes sense like from a mentality standpoint like from a dog standpoint, but from like a play style standpoint, that would be horrible. It'd be like, yeah, you could see where it would be ugly, but you could also see where the, the drive and kick would be there. If you've got shooters at the line, at the three point line, you've got to have that. Yeah, but I him, like and, that him and Jimmy are trying to do the same thing. No, you that's right. Get, you could see it getting clogged up pretty bad, but. I don't like that one. I, I think like, look, you watch this Miami run and you're thinking, damn, they just need a guy who can go out there and get a bucket. And so Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, that's going to be there. If they do move, that's the prime destination because they just got to the finals without a guy like you that they need. So yeah. you come in, you fill that need, and you got to just assume you're going to be uh, great. Yeah, and to me, it's it's got to be those two you just said and then everybody else. It's got to be Lillard and Beal and then everybody else. I mean, Chris Paul's got to slide in somewhere where like he's not relied upon like the Boston thing. You've got elite, elite talent for Chris Paul to facilitate to in Boston, if that were to be the place he goes. But, I mean, I, I can't rely on him as a 38-minute-a-game point guard anymore. I just I can't do that at all. Chris Paul's at the point of his career where he's going to be what Kyle Lowry was for Miami this year. He has those random games where he played 20 minutes and he, yeah. he forces some turnovers, he draws some charges, he gets in their head and plays dirty like we know he can. He hits a big three, gets some good assists. That's what he is at this point, and that's what Boston needs. I've seen people say, oh, 
you know, Chris Paul to the Lakers, Chris Paul to the Heat. No, that doesn't work because Miami already has their Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry. And with the Lakers, like LeBron kind of is that role anyway. Yeah, no defense. I mean, so, I mean, and Lillard and Beal are still playing as much as you want. I mean, they're the guys you can rely on. So that's that's who I'm going after, you know, with everything. It would be Lillard for sure. If you're Miami, I mean, get him to want to get out of Portland to make something happen there. But I don't know, man. Here's what they do with that third pick, man. Depends how that draft goes. Yeah. So they can flip that third pick. And if they want to just start building around Dame instead, which is what the reports are saying. And here's how where I am with Dame. I'm like, dude, you have been in Portland this long. Like. Not many players spend whole careers in one franchise. Like You can be that guy who had the playoff success, who had the big moments, who when we look back in in history, it's like, man, damn, man, if they would have just got him some help. Like, you're that guy. You're not the Bradley Beal where it's like, damn, what the hell was Bradley Beal doing in Washington all that time? Like, it's looked at differently. Oh, yeah. So I think you're just like, look, just flip that third pick. Get me the best talent you can around me. And I'm willing to retire here in Portland if you can get me a team that's good. Like, I mean, be the legend of Portland. Don't be the guy who's like, oh, we finally got Dame. Because now all of a sudden he's looked at it differently. And even Dame has said this. Like, once Dame does go to Miami or the Lakers or whatever, you know, those big moves are. Now when they, if he does win the ring, it's, oh, he, he had to go join them to do it, though. You know, nah. now you're putting into that category of like when Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. It's almost better for your legacy if you stay in Portland and never win than it is to go somewhere else and join like a super team and win. Maybe, but no move will ever be as as high on on the scale of ring chasing as Durant to the Warriors going to the champs to a team like that. Then, uh, you know, yeah, going to Miami, you would feel like, well, but I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, look at who's winning. I mean, Denver. They're built organically, but still, I mean, you know, they make some moves to get themselves where they are. But, you know, these championships are won by by groups of players that are good enough to do it. I mean, you know, even if at this point in career, his career, Dame left, I still don't think we would like forget about how loyal he was and gave it his all to Portland to try to make it happen there. It wasn't working, you know, so, you know, he's only got a few years left at this level maybe i mean he's he's older now so yeah but out. i mean he averaged what like 35 a game while he was playing they had to take him out because they were, he was going to drag them to the plan look tell me yeah. this tell me if this trade makes sense that third pick and anthony simons to toronto for siakam and og ananobi Mm, I mean, that's how you get immediately really good. I mean, because you got Jeremy Grant out there who's like he was out there on that Denver team for a little bit. Uh, he's a great defender, good uh, slasher. You add in Siakam, great defender. OG Ananobi, great defender. Now you got this. Now you're kind of building it similar to what the Hawks have done with Trey Young to find success. You you surround your elite scoring point guard. That's not that good at defense with the biggest, most switchable tallest defenders you can i mean all of a sudden that's a top potentially top five seed in the west if you do that and then i think you keep dame happy and you just go on like a three-year run of trying to compete if i'm portland i mean i don't there's no better move than that one if you're able to bring in both of those guys um but 
So I don't know if they're I don't know if Toronto is making that deal. I mean, for both Why of not? them. I just feel they're like in tank that, mode, right? Oh yeah. But I mean, you know, what about Zion? I mean, that's the next yeah. that's the next conversation. Where's where does Zion go? I think it's it's time's up in in New Orleans, man. They gotta do something and now's the time. Well, yeah. So the story comes out that the New Orleans are heavily uh going after that second pick to get Scoot Henderson. And then a report came out that Jordan said, if they want, whoever wants the second pick, you got to give me the moon, the stars, and some beachfront <laughs> property uh, to get this. So, I mean, man, can you imagine LaMelo and Zion together? Like what that would do to my Instagram uh, feed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't know. I think, uh, I just think for Zion, just, Man, and for the Pelicans themselves, you got a good team without him. I mean, we saw it. I mean, they're mm -hmm. decent. They've got pieces. Just if you just totally remove him and not, you know, get anything back for him, just just remove him. Pretend he doesn't exist. Pelicans are still good. And if they're able to try to get that pick. But I mean, number two, I mean, Brandon Miller was the talk for for Charlotte. Like that was their guy. So now we gotta look at three and and where can you I don't know, but Zion, one way or another. Move on from him. I mean, give him a shot elsewhere. I hope he can go get with a better. Um, you think New Orleans staff. is going to be quicker to move? Would be quicker to move off Zion or Brandon Ingram? Zion. I mean, it's got to be. You think Ingram's got to be your guy at this point? I mean, you 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 would have hoped that it would have be would have been Zion, but it hasn't been. I mean, the dude's not available, and he's more worried about how many chicks he can move to New Orleans without them all finding out. So, so you I think mean, like right now you got to cash in on Zion while you can. Yeah, we've said this earlier on. I mean, yeah. we've said, you know, we've said that from way early on. Like, go ahead and get what you can get from them. I mean, it's never going to be more than what it is today. It's going to go down. Sure. We that's just a prediction, but that's what we believe. So, I mean, you know, get what you can. Scoot Henderson might be that dog that that you know, that point guard style player that can come in and you know facilitate whatever. Yeah. But you put he's special too. Back is a true two. Uh, you let him learn from CJ and all his experience of being an NBA vet and a real uh, elite guard in the league for a long time. I like the move. I think Scoot would be awesome in New oh, Orleans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just – look, you and I are all in on, like, look, just flip Zion and, and get off him. But deep – I mean, if you're Charlotte and you get the call, all right, we got Zion for you. You give us that second pick. If you're Charlotte or you just immediately – Immediately, like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, they might try to ask for a, another pick down the road or something just because of his availability. I mean, Zion might not be enough for that pick, but, man, that's tough. I mean. Because, I mean, look, if you're Charlotte, all of a sudden you got LaMelo, Zion. Those are two, like, Instagram celebrities for you. Miles Bridges coming back? I think. I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. So, I mean, Miles Bridges and Zion and Lamelo. I mean, there's excitement there. I mean, there's exciting players, but I mean, I don't know. Like that, that team would not win, but man, would they be on the House of Highlights and on the oh, Instagram yeah. reels? Uh, and they would help ticket sales. And I guess like that's what you want. It's all about, about revenue. What about the Knicks? The Knicks are always out there when it comes to trying to lure star players, trying to get star players over overpaying in trades overpaying guys to come to new york is what's always kind of been the case but julius Randle, 
We need to upgrade that spot, or I don't know. I feel like Julius Randle is just such an he, – he, he just weighs you down. So if you're able to, Carl Anthony Towns or Zion, do you try to make a deal if you're New York for some of these guys? I think Towns obviously being linked to uh, New York a lot. Um, yep. We trying to but make man, that deal. Like, Julius Randle is like when your third best player really believes he's the best player. And that can really be detrimental to a team. And he gets in his feelings. He crumbles in the playoffs. But, I mean, Cat is – he's kind of like Julius Randle in a way in that personality like that, which is a negative. So, I don't know why Minnesota makes that deal. Now, Julius Randle is on a – not that big of a contract. I think he's getting paid like right at $20 million a year. So, that's like DeAndre Hunter money, which is not bad at all for his production. I don't know, like maybe you get a pick and that, you know, because Minnesota doesn't have any picks, so they're desperate for that. But man, like, I don't know if that didn't really move the needle for New York, I feel. I mean, Tom Thibodeau has coached Cat before. Does he want to do it again? Did he like that experience? <laughs> I don't know. You know, Cat, man, Minnesota just talks too much as a whole, that whole team. They do, they haven't done anything. You know, he Cat hasn't won a playoff series. It's just like he's talking about he's gonna be he's gonna change the league. Um, you know, people are gonna look back at him as somebody who changed the game. Not not yet, man. You gotta you gotta do a whole lot more. But I don't know. Try to get if I'm New York, I'd like that. I'd I'd absolutely take him over Julius Randle. But uh I don't know, man. I don't know. Quickly, Miles Miles Bridges was uh, he was given a thirty day suspension for his domestic violence stuff, but I mean they've considered twenty of those games time served, I guess, because he hasn't played in so long. So mm -hmm. this this coming season, he'll only have a ten game suspension and he'll be back. Okay. So, but him. whatever. Good I for mean, him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you think the Knicks make that move? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that helps that much, you know? I just, I mean, you got Mitchell Robinson. He's a good, I mean, you're basically going to put Cat, I guess, back at the power forward position like he's been playing in Minnesota. I just think that helps, man. Like, I don't know if you want to just be like, this is our star for the, I feel like maybe you just, I don't know, do you just keep riding out for like two, three years with Randall? I don't know, man. I really don't. They seem kind of stuck to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm still calling that an upgrade if you get cat. Mitchell Robinson gets hurt all the time. Um yeah. and Randall just falls apart. So, but whatever. Uh who else are we missing? Who's not an obvious one? Like for for what? For a New just, York? Nah, just players that are gonna be on the move. I mean, something's gotta James happen. Harden? Yeah, but you know. I've been it, seeing rumors James Harden to the Lakers. That would be awful. What an you awful. Think? Yeah, man, come on. I'm I'm not buying that at all. You stay in Philly or, or go just finish your career in Houston and worry about things that aren't basketball. I don't like that fit at all. Um I just don't know. I don't see how that there's there's no defensive help there. You know, you're you you're seeing what the Lakers like needed out of Reeves and Hachimura, like kind of youthful energy defense. 
Harden's not that man. I just I don't like that. I don't think it'd work at all. You tried these other moves with with Westbrook, and that didn't work out that well. I don't think Harden's gonna. I don't like it at all. I mean, you you tell me how I'm wrong, please, but I don't see it. I don't. Well, like I mean, it. James Harden basically single handedly won a lot of those playoff games for MVP Joel Embiid <laughs> right. against Boston. Yeah, but those were crazy performances that aren't going to be replicated. Like, man, that's why you added James Harden to that Lakers team. That Nuggets series is a lot different. Maybe. Ain't no maybe. Definitely. Now you got a guy getting 25 and 10. I guess. I don't know. And James Harden, not a bad defender, dude. I'm not saying he's horrible, but I just, I don't know. The Lakers. That's not what I do. I mean, I don't know. I just don't love it. But if I'm whatever. the Lakers, I say just go get Kyrie. We've seen Braun and Kyrie yeah. work. Get that it. over with. Just make it happen so we can quit hearing about it. And then yep. you, you know that that just needs to happen. But but then I don't know. I don't know how the Lakers do that. I don't know how Dallas. There's anything they want to take. But the draft is next Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Portland's going to have to make a move. Toronto have to make a move. Washington, like those are all moves that need to be made before the draft. Yeah, for sure. It's going to get. I think. I think Washington is going to finally do something. I think now's the time. I mean, you know, and by you, doing something, you mean going all in on sucking hard. <laughs> doing something for or Bradley Beal's finally going to get out of Washington. That's what okay. I mean. I mean, finally. But uh, it's just got to happen. Um, Toronto, what the hell? Come on, just do something with these guys. Quit uh, floating them out there and then not trading them. Um, you, need, you know what would be the worst case scenario that could possibly happen? And what teams, like, it would help both teams, but maybe hurt them in the long run? If the Trailblazers brought Beal over there. And we're like, Dame, here's your star teammate. He led the league in scoring. Now you got the best backcourt in the NBA. Like, while that could be true, potentially, Portland is just right back in, yeah. in yeah. hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eight seed hell, seven seed hell. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, now these poor guys who've been stuck on these teams are just doing it together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two, like, highest paid players in the NBA just on, like, a seven seed forever. Yeah. Man, if I'm New Orleans – Zion for Siakam straight up. Let's just do something. I mean. Zion for Siakam? Is that what you said? <laughs> they're going to want more, I feel like. You're crazy. It, it's going to be Zion for the second pick, man. And yeah. I don't know what side has to throw in more, honestly. Because it's like, when Zion plays, he's like know. an all-NBA first-team guy. But he ain't playing. He plays. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a never sort of thing, but. I don't know. There's so many moves. If you're willing to trade Zion, New Orleans, there's there should be a ton of options for you. And I love what they've got, you know, besides him. So all you're doing is getting better, adding a guy that can actually play for you. Um, I don't know. But Toronto, it's like you, you got to poke him to just do something. We've been talking about Ananobi and Siakam and these guys forever, but they've just kind of held on to him. So. Well, it, well, the first domino was Van Vliet getting out of there. He declined his player option. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, and now you got to just assume Siakam's next. I mean, Van Vliet, if, like, if you're the Lakers, you know, money is an issue for them. But, you know, just a, so much less drama of a move it would be to bring in a Van Vliet over Kyrie. Right? I mean, I know that Kyrie wants to play with LeBron. They like each other. They want to play together. Man, Ky- 
Oh, man, Kyrie is a scorer. Kyrie will get you 30 shooting 60%. Fred Van Vliet oh, is not doing that. I know. I'm not like taking anything away from Kyrie, but I'm just saying Van Vliet is this piece out there that, man, he just head down working. That's that's the kind of player that's never making any noise. You know, there's going to be a lot of teams that would want him. I mean, is that a guy like, like a, a Milwaukee could go in and bring him in? I mean, if they're trying to remain kind of uh, – I'd say youthful. I don't know, but you know they're going to lose Middleton, I believe. You know, and and Lopez, do they bring him back? Um, I just I love Van Fleet, man. I, he just keeps his head down. You don't hear much about him, but he does his thing. So I mean, I I love that as as opposed to some of these, you know, constantly causing drama kind of players. You know, whether it's Harden, you know, Kyrie. You know what I mean? I'm not t- taking any anything away from their game. I'm just saying Van Fleet's a piece that I don't see why you wouldn't want him if you're any team out there. And Vliet probably going to go to Philly, maybe, follow Nurse. I could see if the Heat strike out on these stars, they bring in a Van Vliet. Like as a, you know, oh, you're kind of like Kyle Lowry, but we can play you 30 minutes a game. Yeah, Phoenix. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited to see what Portland does. I think the third pick in Simons and maybe even Nurkic. And you get Siakam and Ananobi. Toronto sh- should and would accept that. Yeah. And you're Jeremy getting a young Grant. guard who can score. You're getting that third pick. You're getting Brandon Miller. You're getting rid of the two play. You know, Siakam on an expiring deal. He's going to leave. So it's ba- it's almost like you're just doing it for Ananobi. There's zero chance nothing happens. Zero chance that nothing happens with Portland. One way or another, they're going to swing try to add players to their team, or they're going to finally let Dame go. Something major is going to happen with Portland, guaranteed. There's no – it's impossible that nothing happens, right? Or they yeah. get the third pick and get, you know, Brandon Miller. Um, so, But that's like the the farthest from, from probability is that they just take Brandon Miller and roll with that. So what – okay, so you, we both agree that something's going to happen. What do you think it is? <sighs> I just it, see it, it takes so much more like around the league for a trade to be accepted to add players to Portland than it would take to just trade Lillard to Miami. Yeah, you know, but you got to. You need more partners. You need more. You know, more dance partners. But but think if you're an owner, man, you're the owner of Portland. You've got this superstar, your greatest star in your history, probably right. I mean, yes, you got Bill Walton. Yes, you got Clyde Drexler. But, I mean, Dame, even though he hasn't won anything, he's up there. Probably number one. You got this guy who can be the best option on a contending team. You just got to get the pieces around him. You've got a movable pick. I don't think you just say, all right, Dame, we screwed up. We'll take three random first-round picks and Tyler Hero. Thanks. We'll be irrelevant for the next 10 years. No. Portland isn't going to do that, man. They're going to flip. They're going to, even if it's just Siakam that they bring in, they're going to flip that pick and bring in some talent and try to, and try to make it work. They're not going to let Dame go. And they haven't even gone all in on like building a team around him yet. You know what I mean? Like it'd be different if they went all in and they were like, all right, we, we built the super team around Dame. And if that doesn't work, then maybe you're like, all right, Dame, sorry. But they haven't even tried that yet. Yeah. And by the way, I, I thought this was the case. I just confirmed that Jeremy Grant is an unrestricted free agent. Um, so that's another guy like, 
he'll be sought after by a lot. You know, yeah. I didn't love him, love him as a piston, but he was kind of all they had there for a minute. But uh, you know, that's just me being a fan. But still, I mean, that dude can play. There's gonna be a lot of players, a lot of teams that would want him. But if you're Portland, this is it for for who knows how long. I mean, this is your short little window to to finally do something. You've been blessed with an all-time talent and Lillard. You've got to make you've got to make he's got a move. Four years left on his deal. Like he's not yeah. you don't have to go anywhere unless you make him leave. Like make just help him. Help yeah. him. Yeah, there'd be no better option than the one you said of the poor the uh and Ananobi oh. and Siakam. That that would be just crazy ideal. But We'll see, man. So much is about to happen. It's got to happen real soon. All, you talk about these teams needing to get their deals done before the draft. That's how you want, you know, to to know where everybody stacks up. Draft in a week. I mean, behind number three, that's when things kind of just unravel into uncertainty. My Pistons. I mean, is it going to be Cam Whitmore? There's there's a lot of you know Taylor Hendricks. There's multiple players that could be. We'll see, but you know, I'm just. I don't know. I'm not excited as a Pistons fan for whoever it is, just because we lost out on. We'll we'll do a big draft breakdown next week because you know next week's episode will be right before the draft. So yeah, so we'll get to know some of these college players if we don't already. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything I'd like guarantee as of right now. I just it, something's gonna happen. I mean, for our next show, we're gonna have probably some big things to talk about, and I just I hope it's Beal getting out of Washington. Um, don't go to the Warriors. I, I would hate that, but I guess maybe a possibility. We'll see, man. I mean, anything else? Is that it? Think so, man. Just waiting and watching. All right, Nuggets are your champs. We'll be back next week. Draft show. Talk about all that's going on. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root. Once again, you've been double teamed.